Hi, welcome to the Parsha Shkolem edition. And uh, for this week, it, we lean every year whenever Parsha Shkolem comes out. This Haftarah is one of the unique Haftarahs that are mentioned specifically by the Brisa. The Gemara in the end of Megillah brings the Brisa, which tells us that Haftarah is to lean for the Dal Parshas as well as other Yamim Toivim and special occasions. This Haftarah is from Malachim Beis. Parakud Beis, the minig of the Svaradim is to begin a few psukim earlier. And the basic story is how Melech Yehoyosh, the Melech Yehuda, is on a campaign to renovate and fix up the Beis HaMikdosh. And he comes up with innovation, how to do it, and it's actually Yoyoda Koyin who's helping him. Yoyoda is the Koyin Gadol. And they make what we'd call a pushka, and uh, it's it's placed there for people to put their donations in. And uh, we see that they set up different rules, how exactly the kahanim, uh, who would be in charge of it and who would do it. That's the basic overview of the Haftarah, and it's uh, very apropos for Parsha Shkolem, which is the Shkolem that's used for the public funding of the Karbanis and for other Tzarchet Sibur. For the coming year, they would uh, collect the shkalim in Adar and start using the new shkalim in Nisa. And this Torah is one of the many examples where knowing the background of the story adds a tremendous amount to the understanding of what's going on here. First of all, why is why is Melach Yehoyosh or Yehoyosh? Why is he so busy with Bedek Abayis? Why is he so busy with renovating, fixing up the Beis HaMikdash. Beis HaMikdash is not extremely old at this point. They've been 150 years old. And why specifically was it him that uh, we find that was, uh, that founded his mission to to uh, fix up the Bedek and other questions. So much of this is uh, understood by knowing the Psuk, the Prakim beforehand in Malachim Beis, as well as the bookend of both Sefer Shmuel and Malachim is Divrei Hayamim. Divrei Hayamim records much of the stories of Malcha Yehuda, starting from, uh, you know, starting from Adam Rishon, going down to David Amalach, and following the line of Malcha based David. And we know that the Gemara in many places tells us the differences between Divrei Hayamim and Shmuel and Malachim, and it's a fascinating subject in itself. So to start the story, it uh, begins in Malachim Beis. Herak Ches, or perhaps a little earlier even. So, basically, the Yeshafat was a Melech Tzadik of Yehuda. And as a general rule, the Malchi Yehuda were, uh, were Tzadikim, with exceptions, and the Malchi Yisrael were not, with exceptions. So, Melchi Yeshafat wanted to, wanted to appease the Malchi Yisrael, wanted to make Shalom, and they made a Shidduch between Achav's daughter, Achav and Izevel were the known Rishayim, Achav was the Melch Yisrael, and Achav's daughter would marry Yeshafat's son. So, Melech Yehoram was the son-in-law of Achav, and the Pasuk tells us 
this is Melochim Beis Perek Ches, Pasuk Yud Ches, Vayelech Bederech Malcha Yisrael, Kasher Osu Beis Achav. So this is the Melech Yehuda following the ways of Beis Achav and the Malcha Yisrael, Kibas Achav Hoytzeloi Leisha, Vayas HaRab Eine Hashem. So he is doing evil based on Beis Achav, and in Divrei Yom in Beis, Perakhav Beis, this is even more Mephorish. It says over there, actually this is this Pasuk is going on uh, the next Melech over here, which is Achazyo, and whose mother is Asalya Bas Omri. Um, this is the Ahav's daughter. But Omri was the father of uh, um, was the father of Ahav. So it says, His mother was uh, advising him how to do how to uh, be evil. Anyways, this Asalya was from the the line of Malchi Yisrael, but she was the queen of Malchi Yehuda. And after her son, who's the king, passes away, she takes over the throne. In order to take over the throne, she had the entire Malchus based David killed. Almost. She tried to kill the entire Malchus based David, and the Pesukim tell us that she almost succeeded with one exception. So this is in Malachim Bey's Parakyud Aleph. She destroyed all the Malchus based of it. She didn't want any rebellion. So the sister of the king that just passed away, she took the king had a, a young son. She snatched him from those that were dying, and his nurse, she put him in the room of beds. He, was, he wasn't killed. So this child was with the nurse for six years in the Beis Hashem. So Rashi tells us there that Hadar Hamitois was the Aliyah space Kredish HaKadoshim. This was the attic of the base Kredish HaKadoshim. And Rashi brings uh, a piyot that we say this in Zechroinus uh, of the first day of Rosh Hashanah and um, other rites. Now it's a fascinating thing that she, Asalya, intended to destroy the entire base David. And the one place where they were able to hide from her was in the base Kajagadashim, or on top of the base Kajagadashim. What's even more fascinating is that Asalya destroyed or, or caused damage to the, to the base of Mikdash. The Psukim in Molochim don't say this clearly, but the Psukim in Divrayom and Beis do say this clearly. And it says over there that the reason why we find in Arhav Torah that Yoyosh. Again, Yoyosh is this young child who's hiding in the base of Kedosh He will eventually take over the Malucha. We'll get to that soon. When he does, we find in Araf Torah that he's busy fixing up the base of Mikdash. The Psukim in Tiber Yomim tell us that the reason why he had to do so was because she destroyed or she damaged the base of Mikdash. 
And this is in Dibar Yom and Bey's Perakhav Dalid. The Pasuk tells us. That um, Asalya was um, this is uh, Pasuk Zion there. Ki Asalyahu Hamir Shaas, but Neho Portsu is based on Kim. The Gam called Koche Bes Hashem Osulaba Olim. They actually made the Besamekdosh be used for the Baalim, for the uh, for the Avaidazara. And this is fascinating that even though she did that, th- she wasn't able to find this child in the attic of the Kachagadasha. Now, the hero over here who stole Yoyash and placed him in the Kachagadasha, it says, was Yehosheva, who was Achois Achazio. She was a sister of Achazio. Now, what connection did she have? Obviously, the Aliyah space Kachagadasha wasn't a place that everyone had access to. Otherwise, the queen would obviously have looked there. It must have been a place that very few people had access to. And in fact, the Pasuk in Deberah Yomim gives us the key to this and tells us that she was the wife of Yehoyodah Koyen. She was the wife of the Koyen Godel. And therefore, she had access there. So it was not only the Koyen Godel that became the father figure to, to, to Yoyash, to this young child, um, the only remaining heir to, to the Kisei Beis David, to, to the throne of David. But it was actually the wife of Yoyada who actually was the um, the savior here. Now the child grows up, and when he's seven years old, our Haftorah begins according to Ashkenazim, the second pasuk. Bishna Sheva, I'm sorry, When he's seven years old, he takes over the Malucha, and it's a whole story how they brought him out and they uh, rebelled against Asolyo, and they uh, took her out of the. She came to see what was going on in the Mikdash. They took her out and they killed her. And Yoyish became the king. Now, what's we find in our Haftarah here, two important Nakudas. One thing is that it says that in the 23rd year of Yoyosh, he was still bothered that they didn't fix up the Beis HaMikdash yet, and he started this campaign. We find that in our Haftarah. So it seems that the Beis HaMikdash wasn't in such disarray. They were able to wait 23 years after Asalyo was gone to fix it. So which leads us to another Nakuda. The Mepharshim here don't address this specifically, but it uh, could be it's very obvious that Asalyo definitely damaged it, as we see in the Pesukim and Deber Yomim, but could be the reason why Yoyesh felt that it was his mission to fix it was he had a tremendous akarsatoyv to the base of Mikdash. That was where he was able to uh, survive throughout these years, and in fact, entire entire Malchus based David survived through through this ordeal through the base of Mikdash. Why did Asalyo feel the need to destroy the Besamekdosh? Was it uh, more than just because she wanted to use it for the Baalim? Very possible, very possibly that the Besamekdosh has a connection with the whole Malchus based David. We know Malchus based David are allowed to sit in the Azara. We know that David Amelch was the one who was busy uh, trying to build the Besamekdosh and could be it's all connected. And another point here is that the Pasuk in Araf Torah says, the third Pasuk in Araf Torah, Vayas Yehoyosh Hayosh Hashem. Yehoyosh went on the proper way, called Yomav Asher Hayro Yehoyoda Koyen. All the days that Yehoyoda Koyen taught him. So Yehoyoda Koyen, again, is his father figure, is a Koyen Gadol. 
Now, it doesn't tell us now what happened afterwards. It was that like something happened. So Raji tells us, and it's based on the Psukim Dibar Yamam again. The Psukim there, um, the Psukim there say this very clearly that once Yoyada Kayan died, Bayas, this is in Dibar Yamam Bayas, Parakhatalid, Bayas Yosha Yosbein Hashem, Ko Yimei Yoyada Kayan. And it tells us that once Yoyada died, So this was the um, people came to him, and I believe Rashi says it there that in the Rayama, which is not actually Rashi, it's Muyuchas to Rashi, it's on the page, but it's not actually Rashi didn't write it. And they came to him, and they said that the fact that you, or the Farshim definitely say it there, the fact that you were able to survive in the base Kodesh HaKadoshim, we know that it was a place that if other people would go, they would die. And you must have a special schus, and it must be that you're a god. And they served him, and he went off the derach, as we say. Now, the next psukim are so amazing because we know of this story but we don't know the whole background what happens is Hashem sent a Navi to go and return the Yin to do Tshuva who was the Navi? Zechariah ben Yadakayan Zechariah was the son of Yadakayan again this is the son of the father figure who kept Yoyesh in line all the years he was the son of of Yehosheva who was the one that saved Yoyesh and he was sent to tell him to do Tshuva and the Pazik tells us, this is in Debrayom, by Yikshara Love, by Yergemu Evan Be Mitzvah Hamelech. Melech Yoyosh was a Kofi Toiva, and he commanded them to kill Zechariah. And we know that what happened afterwards, that his blood was boiling all the way until the Chorban Bayesrishan when it was Radin came. So it's not just the fact that they killed the Melech and a Kayin, and we know that it was in the base of Mikdash. But it was more than that. The Pasuk, the next Pasuk says, The Pasuk tells us clearly in Debar Yomim how this was a Kofi Toiva. This was something that Yoyosh, he went so far that not only did he do this tremendous, something which would be tremendously evil by itself to kill the Navi, who was coming to tell the Musr, but it was a son of two people who were responsible for keeping him alive and for keeping the entire Malchus based David going. And um, with this in mind, this is a tremendous lesson um, in, obviously, in Akar Satoyev, and it's a tremendous lesson in uh, how to learn Navi, how much we see how the Psukim 